This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, we've got an awesome episode. We start out talking about how to get laid from Snapchat. Then Chloe Hilliard, our guest, tells a fantastic story about love and betrayal. Check it out. J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Stand Up New York Labs. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Every single week, we're here with you. Keep telling your friends. I got, I got to tell you guys, I'm so appreciative of the, the Snapchats I get from you when you're listening to the podcast. I'm on Snapchat, J-Train56. Every, it really feathers my nuts every time <laughs> you guys send me a snap of you listening and i just want to say thank you for listening and telling your friends and commenting and all the nice things i see online so keep doing that keep telling people about the j train podcast we are we're coming up on internship season we're the official podcast of your shitty summer internship so tell one friend your mo- your brother your sister your mama your papa somebody is sitting there at their internship and they're about to spend the summer staring at a wall. Give them the sweet, sweet sounds of Papa J Train right in their ear. That's your gift to them. So keep spreading the word. I'm so pumped about today's guest. So happy to have her here, Chloe Hilliard. Thank you for coming on. Hey, what's up, trainees? <laughs> do they, do, does your, do your listeners have a name? Trainees could get a little. No, I I, I don't want to. Do, trainees could get tranny. I, I don't know. It, it, we could get into some strap hangers. Yeah, I, <laughs> the strap hangers that could be good. <laughs> strap hangers. That's, uh, that's, like that's, that. a old, that's an old term from New York City. Yeah, commuters. Like the commuters yeah. on the on the train because the, the trains before they had the bars, it was actual leather straps, like individual leather straps that you would hold on to. So maybe we'll give an if you have a name that you want to give the listeners of this podcast, Strapping send it in yeah. to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, as well as all of your emails and everything. Chloe's a fantastic comic, so funny. You can follow Chloe on Twitter at Chloe underscore Hilliard. That's C-H-L-O-E underscore H-I-L-L-I-A-R-D. Yep. And then ChloeHilliard.com. Yep. Go check her out. She's fantastic. I'm Thank so pumped you. to have you here. We were just getting into a little bit of Snapchat. I'm on it. No. I'm a big fan of Snapchat. I love because they sent, you know, the listeners, they'll send me where they're listening. Mm. So it'll be like when they're walking their dog, while they're taking a poop, uh, when it's, <laughs> uh, while they're on like some, like there's one dude that was just like on a farm, like with this gr- vast. Wow. Like, it, it, like for like, you know, you live in New York mm-hmm. and you, you just have like horns beeping all the yeah. time and then you get 10 seconds where i'll click on a snapchat and it'll be just this like beautiful scene mm. and then it'll be my shitty voice in the background <laughs> being like yeah show me your shits or tits and it's like yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, but boy. are you not on, you're not on snapchat i am not on snapchat i will never join snapchat never never 
under and you know why because Never. I learned my lesson with Vine okay when Vine first came out yeah. I had an Android phone yeah and I was like I have to get on Vine especially as being, being a comedian so yes. I got an iPhone so I can Vine and then fucking it, the bottom fell out yeah and well just, the minute Instagram had videos they were like yeah peace Vine yeah that's it and then like it's funny because we know you know in comedy that you know there's a new thing that comes up every day mm -hmm. you know and people would say i remember you know now you hear people talk about myspace oh like my how gosh. they used to use that all the time for comedy yeah. i'm like they sound like they are a hundred years old to me <sighs> yeah. and now i'm like get on snapchat it's great for comedy mm -hmm. it's great to put out the word i love interacting with the people that listen to this podcast and you know with vine it's funny because there were certain guys and girls comics that you saw get big on oh huge like I was, I just did a kids show last night. Bill Steitler, mm -hmm. he's super funny. He did all these vines that were like hilarious. They still are hilarious. Yeah. But then this vine ship went out to sea. Yeah, and now they're just doing stuck stand up there. now. I just saw him last night. Yeah, he's a stand up. He, yeah, but he was fantastic on it. Like if you're on Vine, go check out Bill. He's so funny. Mm -hmm. But uh, it, it it is funny how it just kind of like. This this it's ship done. went out it's to over. sea, and the the people that are in on it, they're in, but. I only see them every now and yeah. again on Twitter. And I think for me, the reason why I don't want to do Snapchat is because I see people snapping all day long mm. to the point where it kind of impedes your existence. Like, just live life a little well, bit. I, and, like, I, I am what, one of those people. But then they, I know, but then you have people being like, I have a Snapchat account. I have an Instagram for yeah. my comedy. Then I have a personal one. Oh, I like to cook. So I have a culinary Instagram. Well, what and then it, like download it at the end. Of, it's too much. All of these social medias, and this is kind of, you know, just from doing comedy for mm -hmm. a little bit now like in my seeing from when i started to now like the things that were important that they're all fleeting yeah you know the thing you know you gotta have a they used to go into places they'd be like how many twitter followers you have and you'd be like and now oh. they go how many instagram followers you have and now they go how many snapchat followers you, have? you know it just goes down the line yeah, and it's, real, it's still very important because i'm going out to la yeah and i'm trying to get spots out there and mm. people told me if you want to do even like a bar show you have to submit Send an email to the producer with all the links to your social media because they check to see how many people you have see, for, and then they decide whether they want to It's interesting because for us, these things have a totally different meaning oh, yeah. than the, the listener of this podcast. And I've said this a lot of times, Snapchat is the flirtiest app. Mm. It's very flirty because it is an interaction. It's not the dick pic app. Oh, that come people want to say it, it is. But it was. It was. It when started, started. When it yeah. started, that was the loud narrative. Mm -hmm. Now it's really more of a social app. They have, you know, so this guy writes in, let's go to the emails. Okay. We'll, go, we'll get into it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com here with Chloe Hilliard at Chloe underscore Hilliard. Go follow her because she needs to do these bar shows in yeah, LA. I know, right? <laughs> I'm on Instagram too. Same thing. Instagram. Chloe, yeah, so Hilliard, yep. go follow, support. So funny. You'll all love her. Dear J Train, last week episode, always have airplane owned. We had an episode. It was called Always Have Airplane Mode On When a Girl Sleeps Over with Mike Brown and Brandon Collins was prime. Great place for listening to hear the train on his A-game. Thanks, man. To the phenomena. On multiple occasions, I, I've gained new members uh, to my Snap Stories and Friends list, and I can't explain, explain exactly how I got them. My best guess is during late nights of drinking, I will exchange Snap codes. Almost all of them are girls, and almost all of them are great-looking girls. Now the question arises, how do I get to talking with these girls without much to work with? Signed, a University of South Dakota Delt. Shout out to all the troops keeping us safe. 
So what does he do? So do you understand what's going on here? Yeah, so people are following him and he wants to engage with them more so. Snapchat isn't one of those things that you can necessarily like retweet somebody yeah. and kind of fall into following someone. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, you have to very specifically say, hey, I want to follow you or like make a, yeah. you know, you have to make a connection with somebody. And it is behind closed doors a little bit. I think that's why people like it. Okay. So, but you do have the inbox where you can send stuff to people individually. And then you have the story. The story, you're just saying anyone who follows me can watch this story for 24 hours. So he's connecting with these women at bars and he's wondering, how do I? So he hits them. He has to hit them privately. Well, this is, well, the, this is the thing. You don't want to come on too strong. I've, I've been in this situation. You got to, what it was Snapchat, the move is to, uh, cast a wide net. Got it. You want to throw the net over the body of water Mm -hmm. to see how many vaginas you can chum in. Have you been watching Deadliest Catch? <laughs> yeah, this is why. <laughs> Big Deadliest Catch fan. This is what. But I'm saying this is, and it has to be subtle. It can't just be, you yeah. know, the dick pic thing. You're not going to respond to too much too soon. So why doesn't he kind of troll them? Like, why doesn't he do like a, I'm a single lonely guy kind of story and see who hits him up? <laughs> single like, lonely. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think what he should do is he, with Snapchat, you keep an eye, you keep an eye on who, cause you can see who watches your stories. Yeah. Keep an eye on who watches your stories mm-hmm. and you'll have a group of names that will repeat themselves. Those are people that are interested. Yeah. Those are people that are showing some sort of interest. Mm-hmm. Then when you're sending out a story, you're going to put something on your story. What I would do is also say, you know, if I'm looking to you know get with these chicks that he's meeting at the bars yeah. and he has this random girl, what I do is I would send the story that you're about to put up, also send it to a few choice Yeah. But ladies. I think in that story, the story should be like my like my perfect date. Like and he does oh. things <laughs> like but there's no yeah. girl in it. It's just him. Just him alone with yeah. a seat next to it. Yeah, just a, like a, a, me a, and, yeah, like me and Bay at the movies. Yeah. Me and Bay at the flower shop. Send a video of just a, an empty seat with a plate in front of it. Yeah. Like I made Could be Bay you. a steak dinner. Yeah, stuff like that. Because <laughs> girls would be like, Oh, that's funny and it's endearing. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, they slide into that DM. Yeah, whatever it is. Just send it out yeah. to these people. And then you have to create the ping pong. Mm-hmm. You can't play ping pong alone. Yeah. And that's with Snapchat. So like you can't just keep pinging these girls and get no response. Oh, no, no, no. Because then you look crazy. You look crazy. Yeah. You're literally just serving ping pong to an imaginary <laughs> opponent. So you have to find a girl who will return your yes. serve. So yes. this is what it's all about. When you send out these stories that you're putting up to the individual people, mm-hmm. they're getting a touch of, hey, I'm sending, because yeah. that's why it's the flirtiest app. When you send something individually, you know it's individually. You don't yeah. know how many people are getting it, but you know you're part of that group. Mm-hmm. And if you respond, now you're playing games. Got it. Now you're Now you're in, yeah. you know, you're in that dick pond. Yeah. You know, you can get, I, that's the move, I think. Jake, but I, I feel like if he does a story being like like my my perfect date and then he should invite his viewers to be like, what's your perfect date? So then you can kind of. Yes, and also have when people respond to your story, they come back at you. Yeah. And it's like, that's all subtle. Yeah. Like buying signals. Yeah. That's what you're looking for. Because women want to know that you are available. The worst thing you can do is to make it seem like you're available and then have a woman be interested when you really have somebody else. So he needs to be clear Mm. that I'm out here, I'm open, and I'm willing to meet women so that when a woman does take the initiative to hit him privately, it's not like, oh, Maybe like, you know, maybe like the chronicles of a single life. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's like, and then like, you know, the big joke right now for girls especially is like, 
you know, hanging with my boyfriend, then it's a picture of pizza. Yeah. You know, if you do those, and I don't think, you know, those jokes are done so many times that they're almost like the airplane Mm -hmm. uh, humor of (laughs) internet jokes. (laughs) But if you, I think the move with that and kind of jumping off of your idea where you make it like this single, you know, do the chick jokes in your story. So it's as hack as it could sound. Mm -hmm. Just be like, take a picture of the remote and be like my best friend. Yeah. And then a picture of pizza and you write bay. And it's like that from a girl, you're like, I've seen it a hundred times. But when a girl sees it from a guy, it's humility. Mm -hmm. You're a little bit humbled. You're showing that you're out there and looking. Yeah. This dick ain't sucking itself. That's what women need. To, women need to, <laughs> women need confirmation yeah. that you are truly available. Because a guy who has a woman in his on his roster yeah. won't do that. Okay, yeah, because that's too public. It's too public to let it. You know, mm-hmm. if you're putting it out there that much, yeah, that means you know there's no other girl that's like, what the fuck did you just put up? Yeah, or if there is a woman, she knows her place. She knows that you're not locked. When I in. date a girl, my snap stories are totally different <laughs> <laughs> than when not. I, I put up. I would like if I'm dating a girl, then I, I'm like, oh, I have to think of so many different things. Really, as that story because you just don't know like how is this going to affect her? Is she yeah. going to look at it weird? Well, is see, she, my thing is my rule of thumb. I don't if I'm if I start dating you if we had been following each other on social media once we're mm. officially together I unfollow you oh really yeah because because of what we do I hope that you understand that this is somewhat a public a public persona so I don't ever mm. want you to call me up or pull me to task me like what did you mean by this tweet oh I used, I get that all the time and, I, and you, you know that's like, and, you gotta fucking and, check well, them this, <laughs> this is the problem everyone deals with this not just comedians oh, yeah. like you know if you're out there and you're dating someone there's like and then you tweet something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're the audience is your girlfriend. She's the first one. I know, but She's I, in the front I just row don't want to. I just Twitter. don't want to see. I just will. I will block you. I will block yeah. you because I don't want. Like if you say, "Oh, Rihanna has some nice tits," I'm not going to be upset about that. Yeah. But I mean, a typical girl, maybe you have to hear more as a girlfriend boyfriend these days than you ever did before. There's, oh yeah, you know. Rihanna has nice tits mm-hmm. is just a statement a guy yeah. would say for the rest of his life no matter what. Of course, but but And some it's women tough will, for you to see that. Well, not me, but someone will be upset if you if you made Rihanna like your woman crush Wednesday. Oh. Then they'd be like, What's That's up? a lot. That's a that's a big <laughs> Yeah, but see that but see to me those things don't mean it's cause yeah. I know that you have no fucking chance with Rihanna. Well, that's the thing. You can't if you make uh Katie from down the block, Woman Crush Wednesday. Yeah. Now we have a huge it's a issue. Problem. Yeah, yeah, that's a girl that could see that and be like, whoa, I never thought of you in of that course. way. You know, yeah. Train Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com here with Chloe Hilliard. Go check her out at Chloe underscore Hilliard. Female emailer seeking advice. Okay. This is a lady emailer. We got Chris is out today. He's out. He's gone to Vegas. Yeah, man. Sam went to Vegas. So Good opportunity. We're not going to talk about it here, but it's very cool. Uh, we got Shelbo. Good old Shelby's back on the mic. Hey, well, he's not. He just gave us a thumbs up. He's, he's just reaching, reaching for, for the, the mic, mic. <laughs> uh, and it's the mic doesn't work. Perfect, Shelby. What an entrance onto the podcast. <laughs> You've really made your, your presence known. Up. He's here. He's, he's here. Oh, so we got a female email. Does he have the the sound? Oh, okay, not live. Okay, now it, it's playing right now. Dearest Jared, strong medium freak. Strong medium is the size of my penis. Uh, oh, oh, okay. It's strong medium. Okay. First, first off, absolutely love the podcast. Been a listener since the episode one. I'm fairly confident I'm one of your most dedicated lady listeners. I've turned a lot of my friends on the podcast and your infinite wisdom. Thank you. Last year, I moved to another city for my first job post-grad and broke up with my long-term college boyfriend. So she's at her first job, 
Broke up with a boyfriend. She's a new single woman out there on the scene. After a few months of exploring my new city, getting uh, over my previous relationship, I found myself dating the, for the first time ever. I've gone out with some nice guys who just weren't up my alley and more than a few weirdos, but I recently met someone I actually like. He's smart, fun, successful, and one of the few people I've met who likes movies and stand-up as much as I do. I've been keeping him at arm's length because I wanted to make sure I liked him and not just the things about him that I could brag about to other people. After five or six dates, I'm really into this guy and would like to start pivoting things in a more serious direction. But I'm a total loss for how to do that. Mm-hmm. Dating post-grad is, so much, is a different animal than college. It feels like there's a huge dump uh, between just going on dates and being on the road towards a potential relationship. My friends are all giving me unsolicited advice that I should definitely have the exclusivity talk the next time we see each other, but my friends are all idiots when it comes to this stuff, which is why I never ask for their opinions in the first <laughs> place. I feel like, I, it feels too low key between me and this guy right now to have a DTR she writes defining the relationship talk anytime soon how do I steer this from casual city to a stop on the trail to relationship town I'm completely uncharted waters could usually could really use some patented J train advice congrats on the documentary oh thank you all that uh, it's been fun watching the past few years and I can't wait to until you're really famous and I can say <laughs> I was on board the J train way back when well that's a nice thing to say. Thank you. Uh, what do you think? How does she go from we're doing dates, but we're not yeah. sure what what are you? What is that? Where do I put this? That's my belly button. Well, I think <laughs> I think uh, I think there's a couple a couple things that not concern me, but I just you know. Are you in a relationship? Oh, I'm super fucking single. Super fucking single. Like, I, what, so, what's, what's super oh, single like, mean? I am. I just like I had something happen to me this week that I'm kind of like I just need to not date for like three what months. What happened? Can oh, we talk it's about so it? fucking juicy and ridiculous. Tell us. Okay, so we can get so this stupid. email. Okay. I have an answer for her, so I, I know only, what she should. Do. I would only share this with you, Jerry, because Please. I understand that this is going to help people. Uh, yeah, this is, this yeah, is yeah, why yeah. we're here. Yeah, and you have to keep in mind, I'm a grown woman, so for this to happen to me at this point in my and life, this happened this week. It happened Monday night. Okay, let's yeah. hear it. So I met a guy. Mm-hmm. We went out on a couple dates. Yeah, like two, three. What were the dates? There, for, uh, I always do super like simple stuff, like drinks, go for drinks, okay, coffee. Third date, went to get something to eat. Like I something to eat. See, let me tell the listeners at home. I I've been giving this advice my whole life. Yeah, and I have a these emails. I go with what I have. Yeah, but now that you're here, mm-hmm. this is like a live email. This yeah. is this is juicy. Yeah, so I have a lot of questions. Okay, and I, I don't mean yeah. to interrupt you, but I'm just I, I'm oh, just. I mean, it is hard. This is a deep so. dive. So, <laughs> what type of dates were they? Oh wait, so whenever did he I, set it up or did you set it up? Um, no, the first one. The first one he set it up. So this is how I work. If okay. I meet you and we exchange information, sure. I say, hey, uh, you know, like to. They say I like to see you soon. I'm like, okay, sure. And I and I always give my days of availability because okay. I don't. Because, <laughs> this is very professional of you. Yeah, because I don't want to say, oh yeah, I'd like to meet up. And then when you give me a date, I say, no, 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 because then it sounds like I'm being. I hear you, and flaky. this is what women want. Yeah, they want. Here's the plan. Here's mm-hmm. the time. Here's when I'm free, and they don't want it to change. Well, no, I say I'm free because he. All right, so but for I know example, that you. But what you're, what you're giving him the opportunity to do is you're saying I'm free these three days, and you could fill out whatever you can time fill out those and whatever times, the activity is. But you fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, and totally right. That's mm-hmm. right of you. Okay. Yeah. So um, I told him I was like I'm free. Like last week, I was like I'm free Sunday after seven and Tuesday after six. He was like, okay, okay great, let's do Tuesday. Perfect. We live in the same neighborhood. Let's go get coffee go get coffee Mm. talk for like two hours fine second day i like to see you again okay well i'm available thursday and saturday night okay Mm. let's do saturday night 
fine, cool. We went and got drinks at a like a little lounge in our neighborhood. Okay. Hang out, dance a little bit. So Did oh. he suggest the spot? Oh yeah, both times. Okay, good. Yeah. So then Monday, third date. Mm. Um, are you free for a quick bite? Sure, I'm free. I didn't have any shows. Let's mm. go. I know a cute little place in the neighborhood. He picked he picked the place. I met him there at 7:45. Cool. Get there, whatever. So, third date. I'm grown. I'm like, "Okay, well maybe we should, you know." So after, yeah, he was like, was, "Let's see what this, you yeah, know, let's see, let's see if let's he's working see, a strong medium." Yeah, let's see if this is worth my time. Yeah. I mean, like I'm at the point like I don't want to keep going out for fucking coffee dates if, No, like, you want to let's yeah. get sexy. So he was like, well, we can go to my place. You know, I'm, okay. I live a couple blocks short, go to his place. So we go to his place and, you know, we have some fun. Give, ex- explain fun. This is this, this is an explicit we had, podcast. We had, we had fun. We had fun. Okay. Like F-U-N all the okay. way. Fun. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Penis and vagina. Love it. Okay. Peasants in a village. So now keep in mind when we, the, the three dates that we've had, we talked about expectations. Okay. What are you looking for? Totally. Um, what is your status? Are you yes. single? I'm single. Yes, he's single. He told me he was in a relationship for a year. It broke up. It ended badly. Okay. He's, he's like, I'm just chilling. I'm looking for something convenient. It's mm. great that you live in the same neighborhood. We can go and do things. You, you knew this all before the F-U-N oh, yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Go and, oh, I always, so you're with the flow. Oh, I, I don't. I need to know this before the F-U-N cool. happens. Okay. It, no. ha- it has to happen. because. But I actually like what this, what this guy did. He set the expectation. He's like, I'm looking for something that's you know yes. fun and convenient and i have the same expectations and and you guys yes. did it and there we go and okay. that's why it was perfect because we both had the same expectations there i'm not go. looking for a strong i'm not looking for a strong serious relationship right yeah. now i don't know where i'm going to be in 2 weeks okay like literally i don't know hear you so i was like this is a great deal right mm. so after we had fun sounds like the relationship i'm looking for yeah, yeah so <laughs> after we had fun um but no, I'm sorry, I had a backtrack. So during these conversations that we had, he's like, I'm single. I've had a relationship that ended badly. I'm all about honesty. Yep. I'm all about being safe. Yep. Um, that you sounds know. like a guy who hasn't come yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no. Like, you know, I'm all about honesty. I'm I love about honesty. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, safety. Yeah. Then he comes and he's like, I, oh, where uh, am I? <laughs> so after we had fun, we're laying there, and um, I kind of wanted to reiterate the relationship status. Okay. So I said, oh, like, I can't believe that you're just like super chill right now. Like you have nobody in your life. He was like, no, like, you know, it ended, like I told you I had a relationship and it ended badly. Okay. You know, I'm just like, I'm just really trying to like enjoy my time and like, you know, have this great new thing that we have. Like, yeah. This is fun. This is fun. As he's saying this, his apartment buzzer rings. No fucking way. It's 10 o'clock at night. You're naked in bed. Both. Okay. So... I look at him. He doesn't react. And I was like, is that for you? He's like, no, it shouldn't be. Okay. He's like, oh, so he lives in a walk-up. So it's, yeah. it's and it's like the biz, 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 biz mm-hmm. like that buzzer. So it's the outside door, not his apartment doorbell. Okay. So he's like, I think he was like, maybe somebody ordered food. And he really like, he really had no reaction. And yeah. I can tell when a guy is kind of like, of course. what the fuck is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. some shit. Like he didn't move. He didn't, he wasn't fidgety. He did, his voice didn't change. He didn't change. jump up. Nothing. He no. was just like, no, nah, it's not, that can't be for me. Biz, 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 biz. Oh, that sounds like a, that sounds like a female buzz. Phone ringing, vibrate, vibrate, vibrate. And I'm like, what is going on? I like that all the fire alarms are going off. Everything's going on. Yeah, yeah. Knocking on the door, like fucking batshit crazy. Yeah. So 
because I am who I am, I'm super relaxed and calm in every situation. Okay. I've never been in this situation before, but you run it in your mind. Like, yeah. what would you do? So I got up. I went to the bathroom because he lives on the first floor. So I was like, I'm thinking if this person is this crazy buzzing the door, they're probably going to try and look through the window. So let yeah. me not give them any motivation. So you're already ahead of the game. Oh, yeah. You're, so you're like, like I, there's something up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me go to the bathroom. Go get my shit. Mm-hmm. Bring me all of my clothes, my purse, my phone, my charger, my shoes, my shirt, my bra, my panties. Everything. What is he saying when you're collecting all he's these? Saying things? Nothing. He's saying nothing. He's, he's not even noticing it. No, no, he's he's up. He's up. He got like put some underwear and a t shirt yeah. on. He got up and he like, you know, like motion. He was like, okay, but well, we're talking low because he was like, okay, well, all right. I'm, I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. He's like, all right, cool. Like he looked at his phone. He didn't answer the phone. So I get all my shit. I go in the bathroom. I get fully dressed. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, what is he going to do? Because we, we're not talking. I'm just like moving silently. Mm. And I come out of the bathroom and he's like, I'm going to go to the front door. I want you to go to the back of the hallway. <laughs> this is hilarious. And go into the basement. The basement? The basement. He, what? Wanted, he wanted me to go into the basement. Okay. Because he was going to let this person in. So you, at this point, you are being hidden. So I'm, yeah, he yeah. wants to hide me. And what did you say to him? And I was like, I couldn't. I was like, what? Uh, what? what did you, you go to the basement? I went to the back. I didn't go uh, to the basement. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. basically, it's like, at that point, you're like, I got to see what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. So I went to the back because, and so in my mind, I'm thinking, if I was ratchet, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. Tell that bitch. Yeah. But you don't know. This is too much crazy You don't know. Shit. Yeah, you, you don't, don't know, know enough. Yeah, I don't know enough. Also, you don't know how crazy this person I don't know. is. I don't know if she had been watching us all night. I don't know if she Murder, had Murder, suicide bat. happens yeah, all the with time. relationships. All the time. Not randomly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in my mind, I'm like, I have a fucking shoot tomorrow. I have stuff to do. Yeah. I'm going to LA next week. I can't be in a situation where I get arrested or fight. I don't know him. I don't know anything about so him. So you go to the back. So he I go goes to the, the back. Door. He goes to the door. He lets her in. He leads her into and so when he opened the door he says oh I was sleeping she was like I don't believe that for a second <laughs> and I was like oh this sounds like a relationship this sounds yeah so he this takes is the, Maury yeah yeah so he takes her into the apartment mind you he hasn't brushed his teeth no he hasn't washed his dick no 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 I, I mean I've Bet Listen, is, me and this guy are in the same position Bet a lot is of times. Disheveled. Yeah. Like, so. He hasn't really prepared for another woman to come in. No. Yeah. So he lets her into the apartment. He closes the door. So I stand there. Like, basically, you can't see me. I'm like, like behind the staircase. Yeah. And so I'm waiting for like maybe like three, four minutes. And I'm thinking he's going to like text me on the sleep, like, okay, go ahead and go out or whatever. He doesn't. So <laughs> I leave. I leave. And I walk home. And as I'm standing, as I'm walking home, I'm like, what the fuck just happened to me? Yeah. Like, I didn't sign up. Like, what? Because, you know, everybody's like, you put out there, you get. I was like, what the fuck am I putting out in the universe that I'm getting this back? Ooh, this is. So I get home, right? Calm. I, I'm, you know, I'm still calm. I'm not really mm-hmm. upset, but I'm starting to think about it. I'm like, damn, he could have really put me in a dangerous position. Totally. So I'm, I'm upset. I'm more upset about that and the fact that he lied than, yeah. than like anything else. Like, the, I don't give a fuck that you have a woman in your life because that's expected. We're grown. But the fact that this is how it happened. So anyway, so like an hour and a half later, he texts me. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. Are you still in the basement? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That is the most guy 
thing to think. <laughs> like, like as that is literally his yeah. cock and ball sent that text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, she's probably still waiting in the basement yeah. to give me head again. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, me and the fucking rats are in the basement. Yeah. Playing dice. A yeah, day gonna, later. You still down there? Yeah. No, motherfucker. I left. I went home. Like, why? Like, what is you? How I did said, he explain it? This is this is the bullshit. He goes, we're on a break, and she just popped oh, up. Oh, don't know. She just popped up unannounced for something unrelated. She didn't even know you were here. Yeah, she, of course she didn't know you were there. She would have blown up at yeah. you. Yeah. So and so because and so I told him I was like, listen, you really. I said you really just need to be honest with yourself. I said mm. if you're on a break, you're not really single. Like if she felt entitled to still ring your bell and you oh. answered it, not just ring the bell, but like, aggressively yes, ring the bell, like yes. it, as if it like. I I should be in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't put her in her place. Like you, like a, a man in this situation. Now, men listening to this and women listening to this too. Whether you're the girlfriend or the boyfriend, y'all on a break. Whatever that person does when they're on a break is their fucking business. But that person needs to set the tone of what the break means. Yeah. So that means if we're on a break, you can't fucking show up at my house at ten o'clock at night. No. And if you do, I'm gonna come outside, even if I don't have somebody in there. Be like, yo. You what are you doing? Well, that's you why can't. this break shit doesn't it's work. Bullshit. It's, it's so bullshit. You're not single, so I told him I was like, you need to be honest. It's because if you're on a break, you're not really single, and you shouldn't be engaging in. But new he lied shit. you. He outwardly. Oh, he outright lied and got busting a lot. And I told him I was like, you're so lucky. I'm classy because oh if I wasn't God. classy, yeah. I mean, there's girls that would be like, what the? Because you have a right to be mad. Oh yeah. And we, I kind of talked. We had a uh, Veronica Mosey on mm-hmm. last episode, and we kind of talked about. With these relationships, you're as serious as the actions that you take. Yes. All of his actions that he took were, I'm here to hang with you. Yeah. I like what's going on. And then he had opportunity after opportunity mm-hmm. to let you in on, hey, but I'm kind of talking to a yes. girl still. Yes. And I I you know, I like your perspective on it because there's a lot of girls that, you know, it's and it's back to this email. Yes. You know, this all relates to this email because mm-hmm. she's like, what can I do? You can't save yourself no. from getting hurt. No. You cannot. Like, no. it's going to happen. If you put yourself out there, that's vulnerability. You're, you're, you're literally, mm-hmm. you know, going into uh, dating someone new is like going into battle without yes. any any armor. Yes. And even you know? if you're honest about your, and, and back to the email, and in my case and in her case, even if you're honest about your expectations, mm. it and doesn't mean that the person is willing to meet that. Yeah. And, and they, well, I just think it's so amazing <laughs> that he's like, are you still down in that basement? Like, oh, I, yeah. Like, what? Well, they, in his reality, he's just a liar. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just, this is, this all mm-hmm. can be reasoned to yes. himself. Yes. I, and I think, you know, a lot of what you're saying, you know, in the beginning when you were like, what's going on with you? It's okay to ask mm-hmm. those questions. I don't think she should have the what are we conversation. Oh, no, 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 no. That's taking the curtains and, it, you know, that's like seeing how the hot dogs are made. Yeah. But, you what you, but what she can do is say when you're out with him, just nonchalantly like, yo, I really enjoy spending time with you. Yeah. I like you. This is fun. If you say like, this is fun. He's like, okay, I'm going to keep doing this. Also, but yeah. once you start challenging it, mm-hmm. he's going to become self-conscious about what he's already doing and he's going to overanalyze it and he's going to think that you want so much fucking more. When you just want to be like, hey, when you call me, can you call me back? Totally. Like, that's all you really, and, you just want that level of respect. And relationships are about time spent. Yes. So I, I, my advice to her, don't have the conversation. Mm-hmm. 
Just bring up other things you want to do with him. Oh, yeah. But activities. This activities, is yes. It has to be activities because the longer you're dating him, once you start getting in the routine of like going to his place and him coming to your place, it kind of dissolves the excitement for a guy. Yeah. But you have to go do fun shit. Like I, I used to date a guy. We went on a couple dates, like five or six, mm-hmm. and I made sure every date was an activity. Like yeah. we went rock climbing. We did an escape room in New York City. And, th- and that's all stuff to get to know each other. Of you, course. you know, the, the activities, the background of you yes. learning what you know I'm afraid of rock mm-hmm. climbing I'm afraid of heights because yes. we went rock climbing mm-hmm. and and this girl is in a position that a lot of girls get in where you know they want to have the talk to like you know just because this conversation they feel yes. like it's going to give them the rules and the boundaries mm-hmm. but you don't know this guy you talked to everything he said yes. was on the level mm-hmm. on the level on the level and then when you found out it was when he didn't have time for two people yeah because that's the thing you only have so much especially when you get out of college college you know, you you can wake up at whatever time, you know, whenever mm-hmm. your class is. You go to class, what, four hours a day? Yeah. And then the rest of your day, you got plenty of time to put your dick wherever yeah. you want to put and it. And also, you got to figure out if he's post-grad too, he has income now. Totally. He has a social life. He doesn't want us to be locked down. And I always try to, try to stare, especially like post-grads away from like serious relationships. Because when you're in college, you want mm. that relationship because you have so much time and you want to have like someone to struggle with. Yeah. Like you want like, oh, I hate my class. I hate my professor. I'm broke. Let's go get pizza. Let's mm-hmm. share nuggets. But when you're starting to make money and you're feeling yourself and you're going to after work events and you're meeting yes. other adults, like you don't want to lock yourself in. So as long as you enjoy your, like my, my advice to her is this, enjoy your time with him and that's it. That's it. Don't fucking think about him Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. What is he doing? No. If you have a plan with him on Thursday, think about him on Thursday. Also, we're also like too connected. Yes. You know, I, I think we're like, we're at a point where it's like too much. Like I got a text from a girl the other day and it was just all it said was I wish I was in bed <laughs> and I was too like much. what the fuck do I do with this it's, that's I'm needy. doing shit right she's now she's being needy but like I you know what I and I just wrote cool like I don't know it's being needy you know and and that's the thing where you want to like uh, and, and especially as a girl because guys were you know I was I, I got in this whole like Twitter thing like I just said that like a penis is a big curse mm-hmm. for a man it's always it's your buddy that always has good bad ideas it's like, yeah, you should fuck that chick. You should go after that chick. You should not hang out with that one yeah. that wants to hang out with you. You should hang out with the girl that doesn't want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. It's just this asshole it's a challenge. in your ear yeah. it's, it, telling you all these ideas that you really don't get you along you know, very far. And you know, to fight that, girls have to like swim in that current. Mm-hmm. And I think with a lot of girls, that, like this girl, you have to make every... Um, activity and event and seeing you as exciting to the normal part of his brain Mm -hmm. and the dick part of his brain. Yes. You have to feed both of those brains. Mm -hmm. And that means staying away, being a little aloof, having an event plan that you're like, hey, and you get dressed a little differently. Yeah. Like, and I'm saying this might, for a woman, they might be like, well, that's why can't a man do something different too. Guys have to do their own shit too. Yeah. It's just different. But see, guys always do their own shit, and women find out about it and they get upset about it. Yeah. So like, what happens is a woman will call a guy on a Tuesday because she wants to see him on Thursday, and he never answers, and she calls him on Thursday like, "Hey, what are you doing tonight?" And he has plans, and she gets upset. Yes. So women, you have to fucking live your life. Live it. And when you want to see him, you see him, but make it a plan. And if he changes that plan, fucking cancel and don't give him the next day. He yeah. has to wait. 
Wave and, and yeah. be a little aloof. Be, be, a li- like, be the I'm catch. Busy. Yeah. The thing he's got to be that fish that's and also, f- swimming away and can't get in that net for chumming. And please don't do this <laughs> bullshit where you send him a fake phony text so he can respond and you'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to text you, but hey, uh, what's going on? Don't do that. Yeah, don't play the game. Don't that's play. the thing. You can play it straight and narrow. It doesn't have to be yes. played that way. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Chloe Hilliard. That was such a great story. I can't believe I shared it. I'm so happy you did. That's it. No, but it helps so much. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, we, I, I got to talk to you guys right now because we got Mother's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. You uh, Have you gotten your no, mom a gift? No, I'm terrible. It's ter- It's tough. I wait to the last minute. Here's the thing with Mother's Day, and I'm going to tell you a lot about books.com. I'm going to tell you about books because it's a good company. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing about books.com. It takes 10 minutes mm. to... Make sure the next year of your life doesn't fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) This is 10 minutes to go and make it, get it done. Mm -hmm. Just get it done. Because I spend half of my day thinking about all the shit I have to do. And then I get that shit done in an hour. And I'm like, I feel great. So this is what you can do. Because May 8th is Mother's Day. May 8th is Mother's Day. It sneaks up on you every single year. But look, you still got time to order, Mom, these amazing flowers from books.com. So books or flowers are, in a word, gorgeous. Listen, I know none of you give a shit about how these flowers look. You And, and you don't give a shit that books are grown at eco-friendly farms on the side of a volcano. You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit that the blooms are larger. You don't give a shit. You don't give a shit that the, there's better soil. You don't give a shit. You don't, But here's what you do give a shit about. Your mom not being down your ass for the next year. So that means get her a fucking gift and this is set it and forget it and it's done. Mm. Cause I get in so many situations where it's like the day before and it's like, my mom's big on, she wants a card. She wants the card to be delivered in the mail. What? She, she wants a mail card because what it is, it's effort. It's showing that you didn't forget, that you prepared. And it's not about the card. It's about the preparation. And this is what moms want to know, that you've thought about them. So here's what you're going to do. I'm going to do you the biggest fucking favor you've ever been done in your life. Books prices start at mere $40. There's no upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register with the books. So listeners to this show, the J Train Podcast, you're welcome. You get 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to books.com, enter promo code TFM. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code TFM, books.com, promo code TFM. Go right now, get it done. And then the flowers get there. You'll forget you even did it. Your mom will be like, oh, my God. And then the money comes in the mail. So, you know, A month later, your mom's like, take an extra hundred. <laughs> You're a good son. You're a good daughter. I need you to have an extra hundred. I, want, I don't want you to be uncomfortable while you're at college or in your post-grad existence. Just get it done. We got one more sponsor today. I'm going to get into this one. Because now that we've done flowers, pause. Go get your mom flowers. Okay, come back. Wix.com. A great business needs a stunning website. And with Wix.com, you can do it all by yourself. Wix.com makes it easy to look amazing online no matter what type of business you're in. Show off your images in a beautiful gallery, grow your contact list, and get all your social media in one place just the way you want. Your customers are going to love it. So what are you waiting for? Show the world what you can do. Go to Wix.com and create your stunning website today. It's easy and free. So listen. Everyone needs a website. It's 2016, buddy. Go get your website. You have to have a website. Wix.com. Go support it uh, because you like this podcast. 
What's up, guys? This is Rob Fox from the Inside TFM Podcast. You can hear us every Thursday talk about all the dumb, drunk shit we did and what's going on at TFM and our takes on uh, just what's going on around colleges in the country. So subscribe to us on iTunes or you can catch us on the site every Thursday. Chloe, you ready for more emails? Let's do it. So we got, apparently I'm gay and never knew it. <laughs> <laughs> weird I thought that was you for a second. You apparently, were like, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I'm gay. <laughs> Breaking news on the J Train podcast. What's up, J Train? Here's uh, a feather for your nuts and some butter for your biscuits. Love the podcast. Listen to it every Tuesday and Friday while at work. Gets me through a shitty shift. Enough with that. And to the question, to the question. So while I was in high school, I had a girlfriend. That's the that's best friend was gay. So we had a girlfriend mm-hmm. whose best friend is gay after we broke up me and him still talked every now and again but after high school we talked more than we did in high school so they became buddies okay during last summer i found out he has told everyone of his friends that we hooked up Ooh. and made out but this never happened yet he continues to tell people we did how do i need how do i need to tell how do i deal with him should i confront him or just ignore it knowing it's not the truth Sorry for the lengthy email, but I need to see your thoughts on this and your guests. Thanks for the laughs. Great listens every week. If you don't answer the podcast, what do you think? He's been... uh, I mean, I hope he's still not friends with this guy. Obviously not. He's been besmirched. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. I don't think it's even worth um, confronting him because he can spin that into any kind of story he wants. If he's a pathological liar, he can just be like, oh, he's upset because I told everybody that we were together and he still wants to be in the closet. So I think you should just tell your friends who know you like, dude, you know, I'm not gay. I mean, I was just a guy's friend. Yeah. But he took it to another level and I don't even talk to him anymore. And if anybody comes up to you and says, oh, what's up with you and -and so-and-so, just be like, no, you know. There's no one that looks gayer than the guy that screams, "I'm not gay." Oh yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> you know that's it. And it, listen, I I got gay friend. You know, I, I yeah. shouldn't have to explain this, but yeah. I'm saying like, we're not saying there's anything wrong with it. it it'd be the same for a girl to mm-hmm. say that about a guy. It'd be the same for a guy to say that about a girl. This happens, yeah, because people are self. You know, people lack confidence and they want to look like something that they're not. And whatever it is. This guy is trying to upsell himself. Yeah. He's trying to upsell himself in whatever way he can to his friends at your expense. Expense. But don't. I hope you don't. But don't look at it as like defamation of character. Because I don't. I mean, you know, we are so progressive in this country. It should just be like just think of it the way a girl is. Don't think of it as he's trying to drag you down and make you seem gay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Does think that make sense? You know what I mean? I hear that. I mean, I hear why he's the only way to play this is to act like it never happened exactly. at all. Exactly. Oh, that's the best. And if people, you know, and, and I know that's hard because, listen, we can talk whatever we want about progressive, not progressive. He does probably feel that he's being looked at as less of a mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. which, listen, man, I can't tell you how to feel. I'd probably feel the same way. I'd be like, I, I you know, listen. And, and then the more he says, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm but not. Everyone's like, say, okay, he yeah, He didn't right. say if this was impeding his relationships with women or friendships, other friendships. It doesn't sound like it, but I think he's afraid of those things. Yeah. And he, listen, your fears only, you know, I, I think you acknowledge it if it comes up. No, man, I never made out with that dude. I'm not gay. And that's okay. And if it doesn't come up, you just float above it and yes. don't hang out because floating above it, you know, people can say whatever they want, but you know the person you are. And there's, you know, no one can really come at you with other things, you know. And also, if you do, like, if based on this type of personality, if you do <coughs> confront him, he's not going to admit it. So mm. the best thing I would say to do is to just ignore him. 
And when he does come around, if you see him, if you run into him, if he calls you, just be like, hey, man, I, I know what you've been saying. It's not cool. So I'm not, I can't just be Just ignore him. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, and if he does, that, if exactly. He, if that, he approaches you, tell him. Yeah, you I'm call not, it out. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you I no just more. heard of a rumor. Um, I don't give a fuck what you do, but you're pulling me into something that's not, yeah. not right. And anyone that would like take the side of the rumor is an idiot. Oh, yeah. You know, like when you hear a rumor, you have to understand there's two sides to every story. Mm -hmm. So if you're worried about the people that are like, guess you're gay. And it's like, no, I befriended a guy, you know, that happened to be gay. And if that's something you believe, you're just an immature person. Yeah. You know, if you're going to believe that any straight guy that's friends with a gay guy had to have made out with him, then you got your own fucking problems. Yeah, but you have to maintain a certain level of coolness when you have this conversation. Because this is a a tight wire. Because... And I think yelling about it and getting angry about it never looks good. Yeah, like you'd be like, man, we were friends. I didn't know he liked me. So Podcast at gmail.com, <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this. We got time for one more. I like, I like this one. Guy friends. I'm a post-grad, and literally all my closest friends are living in a big city where we went to college together. We're generally doing well with our jobs and having fun, but the problem is that the friend group is all girls. Oh, so this is a lady listener, and she has all her friends are girls. We're all really fun, but sometimes when we go out our, uh, or plan other events, I can't help but wish that we had a core group of guy friends to invite. There are cert- always certain guys uh, we invite to our parties, but somehow they all end up trying to creepily hit on us, which <laughs> results in one of my roommate's close friends not wanting to invite them again. Because of this, slowly the pool of guys uh, we can mutually agree to invite out with us has been dwindling. How do you recommend establishing a core group of guys post-grad? Don't. Don't. Don't do it. Why not? It doesn't work. Doesn't work? No. What you have to do is you. each woman in that group has to forge their own independent male relationship. Mm. And when you go out, you say, hey, me and my girls are going out. Tell your homeboys to come through. And so it'll yeah. be him and maybe two or three guys. So if every woman in that group does that, then you have like 10 guys to mm. four women Mm-hmm. And then it's super cash. But if you try to lock in a specific group of men, yeah. it's always going. And then also those men, if they like you, if they like you, they like you. If they don't, they don't. They have other options. There's other women mm-hmm. there. You're not going to be obsessed. But what happens is when women try to lock into a group of men as like their peers and they're like co-partiers. Yeah. Women always, even if they don't want to fuck you, women always become possessive. Oh, and so, that's interesting. So what happens is when you go out- Like one of our guys is yeah, dating that girl. Yeah, or yeah. like, why are you talking to her? We're here. You're here with us. Yes. Uh, we don't like her. She's nasty or she, you know, like- That happens all the time. So I, you can't, you cannot have, a women and men cannot be friends on that large scale. It has to be one-on-one. It has to be one-on-one mm-hmm. and then everyone. It, here, there's a couple things with this email. I used to hang, when, when I first moved to the- to New York City, there was a big group of us that would watch like Patriots games together. Yeah. And there was a bunch of girls that went to a certain school and then their friends, you know, it mm-hmm. was a larger group that everyone knew each other f- via somebody. And then there was a bunch of guys, you know, started with a lot of Boston guys and we had some New York people. And then all of a sudden it just became this like big amorphous group of people. And what happens is it, those times were fun together, but they don't last. No. They do not last because here's what happens. Guy A and girl B they end up fucking mm-hmm. and then they break up. 
Now, you know, guy A and all his buddies are like, oh, we got to stay away from those girls with girl B because now we don't want to make things awkward. Mm -hmm. Then everyone gets together without guy A and and girl B. Now girl B gets engaged. Yeah. And now she's doing engagement stuff. Now all the girls, we got her engagement party. How come uh, only a few of the guys got invited? Mm -hmm. Because guy A is, is, you know, friends with all the guys. It's just all this web of crap. It's too much. And that's the college mentality that you have to get rid of once you go into the real world. Yeah. Because you're not going to meet, like, if I meet a guy on Tinder, I'm not on Tinder, but I'm just trying to relate to your yeah. audience. Um, but if I meet a guy on Tinder and I'm like, hey, let's go have drinks, invite all of your friends, he'll be like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, then there's my other thing with her is that I do like the, uh, you're going to have to expect. Remember I talked about uh, every guy's annoying friend, Mr. Penis? Mm-hmm. Mr. Penis, and one for every group of five guys, one of them is going to get creepy. Yeah. One of them is going to get an idea in their head that he's going to be able to fuck one of these other girls. It's just the math of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't expect to bring a group of lions yeah. into the, you know, the pussy chamber and not expect one of those pussies to get eaten. Yep. Because that's what you're doing. And acknowledge that understand that it's okay Mm -hmm. listen a guy's gonna get creepy every now and again i think what you do is like you're saying zoning on one dude that you became friends with yeah and maybe like i have a friend she her and i used to hook up and then she would invite me you know we'd still we ended up talking again and now we're like friends Mm -hmm. and you know she'll be like you know we'll g chat every now and again and she'll invite me to places and as long as it's out of our system, it's not weird. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe it's going to her, like for her, I think maybe it's going to like maybe a past hookup that you have a good terms with. Yeah. And you say, and the important thing is invite them as a group. And the larger the numbers are, the harder it is for there to be yeah. a creep in the bunch. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when it's small and now it's four girls, four guys. It's too weird. At, one of those guys assumes, oh, there's going to be a match in this. Yeah. And probably all four of them. Yeah. You know, if I got invited to, you know, if there was four girls that were like, hey, we need four guys to come out with us and be our core four, I'd be like, no. Yeah, I need this core dick to get sucked. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I sacrificing my Saturday night for some chicks I don't even know? And this is also about time. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you get out of college, there's work, there's family, there's interpersonal relationships, and there's relaxation. Mm-hmm. You got to cut up that pie in whatever way you can. And what happens is, once you're out of school, you start cutting people out of that pie. Of course. Because you're like, listen, my time is valuable. Mm-hmm. My time isn't just fuck around all day. I want to get you know my friends in. That's why dates get canceled because you're like, ah, I, I want to yeah. go out with this girl, but my buddies are going out tonight and I like them more than the girl yeah. I haven't met yet. My question is, why do you want guys when you're supposed to be meeting guys? I think for her, it's, it's, it's I think it's more like a hearkening back to like the old days. Yeah. Like, and I do understand that. Like, there's comfort in numbers. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, this is just like high school, and now you're feeling that high school mode where it's like, oh, we got our nine guys, and we're our nine girls, and oh, no. you know, now you're in this like cocoon of people that can protect you, and that's the toughest thing about moving on from college is that there's no cocoon. No, you're on your own. You yep. got to do shit on your own. You got to go out and you got to make the fucking babies happen at some point. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com Chloe, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having this me. This was fantastic. Yeah. Go follow Chloe at Chloe underscore Hilliard yep. ChloeHilliard.com Fantastic comic. It was awesome having you. We're going to do some news and hypotheticals. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, welcome back. Chloe, thank you for coming on answering the emails. Cool. That was great. Uh, Mansamp is out today on a special trip. So we got Shelby. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Uh, at Classic Shelb. At Classic Shelb on Twitter. Good to have you back. Thanks. Always fun with the change up. Get Classic Shelb in here mm -hmm. for a Mansamp. We'll trade you one. We'll give you another. I love it. Uh, we did get some follow-up emails. I want to read this one email. This is a follow-up email. And it really, this feathered my nuts in a way <laughs> I can't even explain. Papa J Train. I'm not. I'm going to do a little more than feather your nuts with this email. It's going to be more like a full-on hand jibber. I've been listening to your podcast since day one. I got on Tinder and took your advice about how to set up pictures, my profile, and got straight to the point with conversations. And that Jew magic worked. <laughs> I matched with this with a girl and we hung out and I caught the worst STT, STD <laughs> of them all feelings. Yesterday, I ended up proposing to her and she said yes. I think the reason I even had a chance was because I followed your advice, so thanks. I told her about the podcast and we listened on long car trips. Since you were the mastermind of this whole thing, I think it's only right to invite you to the wedding. If you're interested, I'll give you more details when they become available. Keep doing your thing. Uh, P.S. I really got engaged. I attached a picture to prove it. Yeah, you wow. got engaged. Let me see the picture. I, I, I post. I already deleted the email, but I, what? <laughs> what? Because when I read them, I you know delete ones, you know whatever. But I did post on Instagram. Okay. Uh, if you want to go to my Instagram, Jared Freed at Jared Freed on Instagram, you can find it by searching JTrain56. Uh, a picture of the ring. It's a nice ring. Nice ring. Wow. Uh, he sent me a Snapchat, and I took a screenshot. And I asked him if I could, and he's and then that's a. Uh, it's pretty amazing. That's nice. That's uh, unbelievable. We, you're welcome. Are you going to go to the wedding? I'm in. He's got to make sure that there's single girls there for me. That's of course they're going to be. Single I girls. want and once he once he announces that you're the reason why he got engaged. You're going to get so much wedding. Well, puss. I don't think that's going to get. I think this is the, this speech. I don't think this will get wedding puss. <laughs> Imagine so this speech. Ready? This yeah. is. Let's do some J Train theater. This is. <laughs> this would be his speech. You know, because what happens is at weddings, but before we get into the music, <coughs> at weddings, what happens is, you know, like there's a part after all the speeches where the husband and wife get mm -hmm. up and they're like, thank everyone for coming. Yeah. So this would be their thanking speech. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I just want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, Chick and I are so happy. And we just want to thank one person. The back of the room. J-Train. Your podcast is the reason I put some P in the V. Thank you. And then I would get up in the back and I'd tip my glass and every girl would look over and go, J-Train? What's that old dude look, oh, doing here? No. End of J-Train theater. They're always nice. no. That was amazing. Here's another follow-up. Happy Passover, Freed. Wanted to say the uh, this last episode kills. I'm running it back now with my dog on the porch. The cast gives me something to do when I'm on work trees, uh, trips for two weeks. I've been working at a French fry plant. Okay. <laughs> Is that a job? <laughs> and the oh, person yeah. sitting next to me on my flight back home Friday thought I was being crazy. Been adding your uh, Rex to my cachet of podcasts. Well, thanks, man. Uh, and let's do a hypothetical. You ready? I'm ready. I like this one. Hey, Jewbag, love the podcast. I have a hypothetical for you guys. Here it is. If you had to, would you suck Liam Neeson's dick for 45 minutes or, or until he busts? Why Liam Neeson? Mm -hmm. 
because he's a manly man. Or eat out Whoopi Goldberg's ass oh, for 20 minutes straight. Fucking Liam Neeson <laughs> can take my entire mouth. One, two, and three. And then she wrote, this person wrote, notes. this isn't post-shower Whoopi. It's been about 12 hours since she showered. This no. seems like an aggressive, just a this reason to take easy, a shot. This was the easy one for me. Yeah, you're second Liam Neeson's dick. All to the fucking... Thorax. I'm, I'm eating Whoopi's ass. What are you doing, Shelb? <laughs> I'd probably go Liam. You're going Liam? I mean, I've I've got pretty big lips, so it'd be over pretty <laughs> You, you yeah. take care of business? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shelby. <laughs> you could ask Ted Danson about the Whoopi thing. He dated her in like he the dated. 90s. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I, 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 I go butt. I look, I look a butt every now Maybe and again. Let me tell you something. Because I, I feel like a penis ages so much better than a vag mm. like an old clamshell with gray hairs is not appealing oh my god you just made it sound so much more appealing to me though what? <laughs> no, I, I, I yeah that but i don't know i i, I gotta think it would be an adventure it's like going through a hilly terrain uh. i want to see what whoopie's butt would have also let me tell some of the listeners all butts taste a little bit the same I know this from experience. From experience, they yeah. don't, and it's not shitty butt. It's like it's, it's like butts taste meat. closer to the vagina than we all want to believe. It tastes like lunch meat. Yeah, it's like just like beef. it's just uh, you know it's it's a little bit more similar than we all want to like put on. John I, has something to say. Can I say one thing though? Hold on, we got some mic issues. Whoopi's no, it's not coming through. Whoop! Oh, jeez! <laughs> he really had to get. Whoopi is known though for farting whenever she wants. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute! What? Republican said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She so does. maybe Whoopi. Whoopi is known for farting whenever she wants. Mm-hmm. She farts around the house. She farts on the set. She farts wherever she wants. She said it like. How I, do you know this? I listened to a Howard Stern interview and really? she talked all about it. She's like, I, she's like, life's too short to hold shit in. Just fart whenever you we feel have, like it. We have learned a lot. Whoopi. I, the one thing I've learned is that Whoopi and I have a lot more in common than I ever would have thought. Give a fuck. You would be eating the ass of an EGOT winner too. EGOT. Emmy, oh yeah, she's Emmy got Grammy, it all. Emmy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah, that ass tastes better. Let's do some news. Well, uh, did you hear about the Canadian high schooler? I put that in quotes. Yeah. The, <laughs> who was caught. He was a basketball player. He had like six, he's six, nine. Yeah. He was getting recruited. Turns out he was actually a 29-year-old man. I can't. Who is like? How dumb were the people? That, have you seen a picture of this? You dude? know why? You know why they're dumb? And I'm I'm going to get racial. Okay, go. They're dumb because they were trying to be white saviors. Oh, because yeah, because he's, he's from like uh, he's from Africa, mm-hmm. and, and so they're they were, like, yeah, we got to give him a better life. We got to help him out. We yeah. got to put him in a school and make him, you know, <laughs> play basketball. And we're <laughs> yeah. saving this young African refugee, and they didn't fucking get no goddamn papers. <laughs> they saw they saw future. <laughs> I have a feeling that most like any race could get away with like a lot of lies in neighborhoods of all if it was just an all white town because white people don't want to question we don't want to question they don't want to offend you they yeah don't he looks be... like he's 80 years yes, old yes yes <laughs> like if, if he walked into my town i'd be like oh welcome Let, yeah you want whatever. a happy meal yeah join our basketball <laughs> team please in fact you, you got, get to play all five yeah, positions you gotta fucking question him yeah man. and because you look at him and you're like because i go to colleges and do you know you go yeah. to colleges you see 18-year-olds, they look like 18-year-olds. Of course. And that's like the weirdest thing because mm-hmm. like, you know, we read these emails and I kind of put the face of my friends on the emails. Yeah. And then you go to these schools and you see someone and you're like, oh, you're fucking? Yeah. 
<laughs> like, oh, I've been to colleges and they're like, we're married. And I'm like, why? Oh, my You're God. You're a fucking baby. You still have baby teeth. Yeah. And this guy does not have baby teeth. No, this no, guy no. is an adult. He's a grown. We had a mustache and everything. I was like, how the fuck <laughs> yeah. do you? Because my, and so because I'm looking at it and I play basketball and I, you know, you all go to high school. I'm kind of like, you can't pay me enough to go uh, back to high school. Today? I, today? Yeah. I, I hope he didn't fuck anybody because then he's. Well, I would just love to have on tape all of like the moms, like the annoying moms who are like, we took in a kid from Africa, uh, like on that high horse about how great they are. Yeah. And now play those, you know, like well, play yeah, the recordings. Because he was like living with the coach, right? He, yeah. The guy, yeah. yeah. So now this, you have a grown The coach man. was involved too. So I, I think that, you, you know. You think he was involved? To me, a little bit of this seems like. Uh, coach being like, hey, we can get him into a good college and then maybe go to the NBA. Like, I, I, as stupid as that I sounds now. I think it was one of those things. They probably thought he was a little older. They maybe like 20, but I don't think they thought he was 29, 30. I think they was like, let's try to make money off of this yeah. and like just not dig deep enough. They thought they had a blind side on their hands. I know. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get that so, blind side money. This is to all the white people trying to yeah. save. Black lives don't. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> Black lives don't. I'm happy matter. you said that, not me. So, no, but you know what I mean? You know, like, yeah, just do no, some just, fucking research a little or bit. Or it's, well, it's like this, it's a version of racism that yeah. doesn't get talks about enough. Mm-hmm. It's uh, where you're doing so much for someone that you're babying. Yeah. You know, just because they're a different race than you. Mm-hmm. And that's the racism that gets looked over. Yeah. Because I met a chick last night. She was like, she worked for some organization that helps kids and Third countries. No, no, no. It was in New York. Mm-hmm. Get into like kindergarten programs, and like that sounds like a right and just oh, thing. Like it's like early steps or something. Or like something like that. Mm-hmm. And and I, she was like, and she was talking about the mayor of New York, who uh, what's his name, uh, De Blasio. And I was like, I don't know about that. And I kind of was like, I don't know about that uh, De Blasio guy. And her first response was to go, "You don't think kids should go to school?" And what? it's like these high end uh, statements yeah. that everyone like. Of course, everyone's gonna applaud. Yeah. And, oh, you're such a hero. It's easy to say. Yeah. All kids should go to yes. All mm-hmm. kids should go to school. But like that's why people look over. You know the thing. You know, talk about pulling back the curtain and then finding out that half the money doesn't even oh, go to the places it needs to go. Yeah. And like you know, it's like when Haiti relief happened, oh, and terrible. everyone's like, "I gave to mm. the Red Cross. I gave to Haiti." And then you're like. None of the money went there. None. <laughs> like, none of it. There's but you still, feel good. You get good, to sleep yeah. at night because you're like, I did something. Your hand hurts from all those high fives you got, <laughs> but, but you didn't do shit. Yep. It's like a holier than thou. Have you seen the bar- the Barbie uh, the Barbie Instagram? No. Like the third world Barbie? Like <laughs> no. these two white girls who did all this like refugee, like outreach third world, you know, third world building and shit. They came back and they realized that they were just pandering to these people. And so they have Barbie, Barbie Instagram and she's in all of these like refugee third world scenarios yeah. it's like it's a to- it's all toys and and it's That's like funny. and she's like uh, like one of them is like i'm so happy that i'm here to share my white tears <laughs> for these black kids to drink it's so funny it's so insane it's big, but it's true though yeah. if you think about it and i read something about this whole savior complex and it was like there was a white you know white white teens that went to like africa to build mm. houses and they were so shitty at it that and but the people the locals didn't want to offend them that every night <laughs> they would tear down what they did and built it correctly oh my god that's hel- <laughs> that's a movie that's literally a movie that's hilarious so stop fucking trying to be saviors yeah. man. have you heard about girls complaining about guys on tinder that they like the pics of them holding fish that they've caught 
I've so I've, I've heard a lot of complaints about the lion pictures. A lot of guys with oh, lions yeah. on Tinder. I the, see girls complaining about the fish, but I the guys could then equally complain about girls with like posing with a third world child. Of course, in yeah. like Haiti. That, <laughs> yeah, I see that all the same time. thing. I was wondering when you first brought this up, Shelby, yeah. where this was fucking going. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. That's your <laughs> yeah, trophy. Yeah, Those that, are their respective. That trophies. is their trophy. That, yeah. I and mean, it's like also like I'm okay with knowing that I'm a mediocre person. Yeah. I don't know why everyone is so hyped up on proving they're not just a mediocre person. Like, we all are shitty, and we're all good, and we're all bad, and we're all fucking evil. Yes. You know? Like, we all have it in us. And I think understanding that is, like, the first step towards not being a douche. Of course. (laughs) Any other stories? Do we have one more? A board-certified plastic surgeon named Matthew Shulman in New York. He operates on butts. Okay. He's looked at over 50,000 of them. That's a great... I'm uh, Matthew Shulman, butt specialist. Yeah. He checked out 50,000 butts in his Concentration career. in butts. <laughs> okay, what? And he has identified that there are five butts... And like five different types of butts on people. This is like when you were in gym class. Remember when they had that like endo form, ecto form? Yeah. Endo was the fat one. And I remember being like, I ra- we were going over this. And I was like, I remember raising my hand and to the teacher to be like, what body type am I? Like, and as I got to like, what what body type am? As I got to am, she just goes endo, <laughs> and like the whole class laughed at me. Aww, like, was, <laughs> poor thing. So now I still, even to this day, I'm 31. I have uh, friends of mine. They'll be like endo. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the five butts? First one is square. Okay. V shape. Okay. A shape, which is sort of... He should have named these after emojis. That's the only thing I speak in. (laughs) What's grapefruit butt, (laughs) strawberry butt? You know, like I want to know those. Sushi rice. That's a sushi rice one. (laughs) That's a triangle. Yes. (laughs) And the A shape, and then today is kind of sort of culture that likes asses more. Mm. I think that's what the ideal one is. The A shape. I've been seeing some butts lately that I'm just like shocked. Wait, there's two more, right? There's... Round. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and in the article uh, that this is, they have full body like cartoon illustrations, mm. and this is the only one that's black. Oh, the round one? Yeah. Oh, she has they, an afro. They give her an afro. All the other <laughs> ones get, are white. Her, <laughs> I, I, where are these butts going to go? This is what I was wondering today. Like, I, you know, we see, we know what happens to boobs, mm-hmm. big boobs as you get older. What's going to happen to these butts? Well, if you have implants, they're going to shift and drop. I mean, are we going to see, Are the, but even not implants. Like, there's women right now with butts that I can't believe. Yeah, you got to do a lot of squats. A lot of squats, but I'm seeing, like, are these butts going to be on their on their calves? You know, at some know. point, like, Is what's going to happen? I mean, white women's butts have definitely grown yes. exponentially over Thank the past God. decade. But see, it's so funny because for so long, white men don't, white men really don't appreciate butts. I mean, I, I wasn't around to the. I was wasn't around then to appreciate I, them. I, I know, I was but, but for for but even still, the ideal of like white beauty is like slim waist, yeah, thigh gap, tiny little tush, I, I, and like a B to a C cup boob. I think that's, that's why like the I, that's the typical look. For I think white that's women. why I've always gotten along with black people mm-hmm. is that we have similar tastes in women. Oh yeah, like I've always like anytime like I'm walking down the street and I'll pass a chick. That I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. I'll like do a turn, and then I'll see another black dude doing the same turn as me, 
and then we'll give each other the black power fist. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like, we connected. We're brothers now. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. butt brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But see, it's interesting because women, women, I think women have trained men to appreciate bigger butts. Oh, totally. I wrote an article about it like two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And it was called America's an Ass Country now. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just all about, like, and we should really be thanking J-Lo. Yeah. I think she was the cultural uh, bridge Mm -hmm. between white dudes liking a fuller figured woman. Well, also, I think think women are just know how to work out better. Because for for centuries, not centuries, but for so long, it was just cardio, 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 no lifting, no squatting, no no racks and nothing so now I follow these Instagram accounts because I work out a lot yeah. and it's all these like boss girl fitness workout and it's all white girls with they ass to the camera there's a girl I went to high school with who's like she, I'll show you after the show mm-hmm. she's fucking jacked and she's doing like cleans and shit yeah and you know you watch these girls in the gym and like they're fucking animals yeah like one girl you know she's ah like doing the shit <laughs> and then her fucking they wear these shirts that say like you, like every shirt is just this sassy yeah like, like do you even yeah, lift yeah your penis isn't big enough yeah, for this yeah. squat rack you know like, <laughs> Chloe thank you for coming on thanks for having me guys so fantastic go follow Chloe on Twitter at Chloe underscore Hilliard ChloeHilliard.com fantastic comic this was great yeah. so happy to have you Shelby thank you thanks for having me at Classic Shelb at Classic Shelb. At Classic it. Shelb. Go follow him. Support him. He's great. He's I, here at the labs. I'm actually that on Snapchat, too. I oh, recently, I downloaded Look who it. joined the party. Uh-oh. I downloaded Classic Snapchat Shelb Perry. on Snapchat. Uh-oh. Send him some shits and tits. And I'm Jared Freed. JTrain56 on all platforms. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Keep sending those emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. I'm Jared Freed. Boom. <laughs> This has been a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! <laughs>